Dr. Dixon back with you for another Bible Thump, and I want to talk to you today about disappointments. <laughs> you excited? Are you excited to talk about disappointments? Um, so I want to talk about disappointment because it's something that we all experience, and because it's something that comes up in the passage that I'm about to read from Romans chapter 5. But here's, here's the thing. Disappointment is always tied to hope. Anytime you're feeling disappointed, it's almost always because there's some kind of hope in your life that didn't pan out. Disappointment is rooted in unrealized hope. Or maybe hope, uh, a certain hope that uh, feels almost uh, misleading. Like we were led to believe that something would come about, or something would happen, or something would come together, or some plan would flourish, and it just It just didn't. We were led to believe something good was going to come into our lives, and instead um, there was disaster, disappointment, frustration, failure. Um, You hoped for a good grade on that test, but uh, you were misled. The professor, the teacher gave you the wrong material to study, or um, just you had no idea that the test would be as hard as it was. Uh, you had hope that your marriage would be amazing and great, and yet um, it's really difficult, and you're always fighting. Um, there's all kinds of, of, of frustrations. Like today, um, I had hope to go outside and get some vitamin D and go for a run, but I ended up putting out fires at work, and I ended up um, having to give time and thought and attention to problems that were created by other people that I didn't create. Um, I was disappointed this week. Like I hoped to have a good night's sleep, but instead my kids were difficult. I hoped um, to get some time to myself to relax, but instead uh, my kids were, how do I put it? Demanding, <laughs> right? They're demanding. They demanded my time and attention in a way that, like it's beautiful to have kids that, uh, want your attention. That's a wonderful thing. But there's sometimes as a parent where you just feel like you don't have much to give and you want a moment to yourself and then you're disappointed that it doesn't come together. Um, yeah, we're, we're, we're not strangers, are we, to, to disappointment? Um, this week I've been disappointed with human beings in general as I've seen um, someone I respect just get thrown to the to the dogs on Twitter. I mean, just think about cancer culture, right? Um, How quickly when someone missteps, when someone says something we don't agree with, uh, how quickly we are culturally to throw them under the bus um, and wish them and their platform to be dismantled. Um, it's, It's alarming and it's disheartening And it feels like we live in a world that's just full of disappointment. So those are some of my disappointments. And they're all rooted in things I hoped would be better than they are. And so the reality of disappointment and frustration is evidence that we live in a really broken world. Sometimes the brokenness of this world that we live in is like a direct result of our own missteps. Sometimes it's a direct result of our own poor decision-making, our own selfish decision-making, our own sinful, what the Bible would call sinful decision-making. But sometimes it's 
The disappointment is because someone else messed up. Someone else did something wrong. Uh, you know, that guy in your group project didn't do his part, just didn't show up, right? Or, um, you know, someone just simply did not follow through, didn't show up, didn't do what they were supposed to do. Um, and then sometimes it's just the result of living in in a really broken world. Um, today, the power in my house was out for two hours because of because of severe winds. Um, really, really like what's the word like fast, hard, <laughs> like awful wind, and it knocked power lines down and trees down, and a lot of people in 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 my area of the world were without power for a while. That was frustrating because I was supposed to work today, right? And I needed the internet to do the work that I do. Um, it's a frustrating world. And so Paul in this passage is going to talk about a hope that we all have that doesn't disappoint. And I just want to let that sink in. Can you imagine having hope in something in this world that just won't disappoint, that will absolutely follow through, that will bring us what we so long for and want. How beautiful is that? Let's read. Romans chapter 5, starting in verse 1. Therefore, since we have been declared righteous by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. We have also obtained access through him by faith into this grace in which we stand. And we rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And not only that, but we also rejoice in our afflictions, because we know that affliction produces endurance, endurance produces proven character, and proven character produces hope. This hope will not disappoint us. Because God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who was given to us. I love that sentence. This hope will not disappoint us. Why? Because God's love has been poured out in our hearts through the Holy Spirit who is given to us. What hope is it? Um, it's this hope that we've been declared righteous by faith and we have peace with God. We have a relationship of peace and acceptance and love with the God of the universe because of his grace. In other words, this peace offered to us, this hope offered to us, this hope that doesn't disappoint, that is offered to us in Jesus is a gift. It's not something you earn. It's not something you can lose. It's something you're given. And it's by faith. It's by grace and, and through faith. So think about that. Think about all those frustrations. And then think about the promise of a frustration, not a frustration, sorry, but the promise of a hope that won't disappoint. And, and let that sink in. And let that drive you to your knees and thankfulness to God. But I think it's important, too, that we realize that um, this hope that doesn't disappoint uh, is very much preceded by a whole lot of things that are disappointing. Paul doesn't want us to think that um, afflictions aren't disappointing. They are very much appointing, uh, disappointing. Afflictions here would refer to any kind of suffering, any kind of derailment, any kind of thing that where our life is not what we hoped it would be. Um, afflictions, difficulties, uh, persecutions, these kinds of things. Paul says, rejoice in these things. 
Why? Because, because we know that affliction produces endurance. For those who have faith, at least if we have faith, we can trust that persecution, affliction, will produce endurance. And endurance produces proven character, and proven character produces hope. So in other words, what Paul is saying is that those who trust Jesus can trust that there is good that can come out of their affliction, their difficulty, their disappointment. Um, notice he doesn't say affliction, difficulty, and disappointment are themselves good. No, but he says good things can come out of, out of those things for those who have faith. So that's really good news because it says that it, it, our afflictions and persecutions are not good things. But good can come out of those if we have faith. So all those things that we listed before that you're disappointed about today. If you'll trust Jesus, the promise of this passage is that you can become a stronger person. How easily in this day and age do we think of ourselves as frail, weak? Um, we think of ourselves as so defined by our trauma, right? Um, and I don't want to downplay that in any way. Like trauma in our past can be utterly debilitating. It can be really gnarly. It can really reframe and reshape the way we see ourselves and the way we see the world and it can cause real problems in our relationships and in our, in our lived experience. Um, it can cause us to really hate ourselves and, um, and, and sometimes really hate other people. It can be, it can be gnarly. But here's the thing. Um, Paul would say you're not defined by those things. And Paul would say that, that if you'll have faith, you can actually endure the trauma that you've experienced and come out on the other side a person of deeper character, a person who's more like Jesus, who more embodies, more, more fully, more deeply embodies his love and kindness and gentleness and, and care for the world. You can more boldly and clearly embody the love of Jesus in the world and in your relationships by faith, right? And this uh, character, this proven character, produces hope. What is hope? Well, it's, it's an anchor. It's trust. It's, it's, it's this belief that God is going to be with us and on our side and in our, and in our corner in the end, right? And um, this hope, Paul says, will not disappoint. Why? Because God's love has been poured out on us. Do you have hope? Are all the disappointments building up, are they crowding your hope? Are they diminishing your hope? Don't let your hope be dim diminished. Remember this very important reality that Paul spells out in this passage. God loves you. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you, nerd. His love has been poured out in your heart through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. So have hope. Don't let your disappointments define you. Look to the hope that is yours in Christ. Thanks for your time. We'll see you again next week. Oh, and this is important. I almost forgot. This is the five-year anniversary of Love Thy Nerd. So, um, yeah, happy birthday, Love Thy Nerd. Um, 
I hope your party is amazing. Uh, love thy nerd. Um, I'm really thankful for this ministry. And you know what? If you're listening to this, I'm thankful for you because if you're listening to this, you're probably someone who is following what we're trying to do at Love My Nerd and supporting us and is in our corner. And we really can't do this ultimately without God, but ultimately, too, it's true that we can't do this without you. So thank you. Uh, that's my son <laughs> saying, Dad, I haven't had lunch. And it's like 5.30. So I'm going to go feed him some lunch here at 5.30. And uh, again, thank you so much for your support.